Have you been giving yourself pandemic permission, my love? You wouldn't be alone if so. And you know what I'm talking about, that falling into the trap of when this is over, dot, 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 thinking. Here's the thing. It's easy to give ourselves pandemic permission, to feel totally validated in the idea that we need to put off being, doing, or having whatever it is we truly desire until all of this nightmare's over. But it's a trap. It's a disempowering trap that is often a mask for a deeper issue. And I want to save you from it, my love. On today's show, I'm inviting you you to check in with yourself and be honest about whether you've been letting pandemic permission keep you stuck. And if you have, no worries, I've got you covered. We're going to be talking about how you can take back the pandemic power and start creating results and living your limitless life now. Are you ready to take back the power? Then let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, it's moi, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, your self-proclaimed business bestie. I'm here today to have some real talk. Let's talk about the problem with pandemic permission. I'm going to teach you how to take back your power. All the things beginning with P today. <laughs> Anyone remember the pick up a penguin ads from like was it 80s 90s oh my goodness sorry people not in the UK you're probably not going to get that reference at all anywho how the devil are you are you having a fabulous summer I hope so I'm having a tremendous summer oh tremendous I don't feel like I use that word often enough um and I'm recording this for you and not in my usual slot I had a bit of a mishap (laughs) I'm going to share it with you. Um, So I'm sitting here in my pants, actually. Um, Is that too much information? Oh, and again, (laughs) for my peeps across the pond, um, when I say pants, I don't mean like trousers or things covering my legs. I mean underwear. I'm just sitting here with a t-shirt and underwear. Is that too much information, guys? I don't know. I'm just in a silly mood this morning. But I'm sitting here on a Sunday morning when I would not normally record because of this mishap that happened to me on Friday that literally prevented me from recording the podcast. Podcast. But oh, before I tell you about the mishap and why I'm sitting here on a Sunday in my pants recording this, um, I must remind you about the fact that you need to get yourself onto the waiting list, my love, for the mastermind that yes, I am launching in the autumn. And hey, we're going to blink and the autumn is going to be here, right? I'm going to be talking more and more about it um, as we progress through the coming weeks. And you want to get your buns on the waiting list, my love. You know I reward action takers. 
And I've already got so many of you being emailing me, telling me how excited you are for this. And so, of course, because it's a mastermind, spaces are going to be super limited. So you really, really want to get onto the waiting list. So I'm talking about the Elevate Mastermind, which I am giddy with excitement about. I literally can't wait. Last week, I put the final touches on the copy for the sales page. And the team are now popping that into a sales page for me and Oh my goodness, I just loved working on the sales copy. You know you have a great thing that you're putting out there when even just writing the sales copy gets you all fired up. So we're talking about a mastermind, you and a tight knit group of your new high vibe business besties. You know what they say about the people you surround yourself with, right? Get yourself around those good vibes, that good energy. And you know I only create magical containers. So if you want to get onto the wait list for that, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Super easy to remember, right? <laughs> um, and there's also even a handy link there in your show notes in your podcast player if you know where those are. And so yes, get yourself on the wait list for that because it's going to be nothing short of epic because when I teach you and transform you energetically so that you up level your energy and start living from this elevated energy and if you listened to the scale of energy masterclass episode on the podcast you'll know exactly what I'm talking about that is where all the magic happens that is where all the goodness and ease and flow and abundance and joy and contentedness come from when I teach you how to live life from that energetic plane and do business from there everything just starts falling into your lap and then when you multiply that by the energy of the collective in the group, then boom, get ready for some epic business results, my love. Oh my goodness. Okay. I have to always rein myself back in. So I feel like I could just sit here for an hour in my pants and talk to you about how epic the Elevate Mastermind is going to be. Corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Okay. So Oh yes, before we get into the problem with pandemic permission, I was telling you about why I am sitting here on a Sunday and the mishap that happened. <sighs> well, this is going to sound so silly. I'm going to share it with you anyway, because we're friends, right? And that's what friends do. So Friday, I was sitting at lunch with my daughter and my husband. My fr- husband has all Fridays off for like the foreseeable. He's just taken like a ton of holiday to take Fridays off with our daughter and have some really quality daddy-daughter time. Super sweet. And so I was planning on recording the podcast in the afternoon. I normally record on a Friday. We were having lunch, which by the way, my daughter made us scrambled eggs. She's getting into cooking a little bit now, trying to get her more into it, but she made them alone. So that was pretty cool, right? And we were having a, I can't even remember what we're talking about, but it was hilarious, whatever it was, because I was laughing and I was talking with my mouth full. I'm just going to full on admit that to you, right? Talking with my mouth full and laughing. And because of this, I chomped down on my own damn tongue with such force that it instantly brought tears to my eyes and I thought I'd done myself some irreparable harm. I felt like I might have bitten clean through my tongue. I mean, ew, I should have forewarned you that this is kind of a gross story. (laughs) Warning. (laughs) Um, So much so, I bit my own, I mean, it just sounds so ridiculous, right? To injure yourself by biting your own tongue. (laughs) 
but I bit my own tongue so hard that it instantly swole up this massive lump on the side of my tongue and you can imagine how painful that was so I was in no fit state to be recording the podcast the swelling has now largely gone down and so I'm fine don't worry my life I'm soldiering through selfless person that I am I'm here anyway (laughs) no it's fine now um but it looks really gruesome it's like blackened purple all down one side I know right probably too much information I'm just here with all the too much information this morning oh anywho so that is the mishap that befell befell befalled me happened on Friday which means that I was late recording this sorry team um and uh yeah here we are on Sunday wearing not a lot because I haven't got up and got dressed and showered yet and I just felt in the mood to chat with you about the problem with the pandemic so let's do it so not just the problem with the pandemic obviously there are many problems with the pandemic but the problem with pandemic permission so on our last episode we were talking about the uncertainty cure and how it's so easy to feel afraid of uncertainty to delay things until things are outside of you are working perfectly and all lined up and to feel at the mercy of external circumstances and so if you didn't listen to the uncertainty cure you definitely want to do that my love because you already have the cure you just need to know to start using it so go and do that be doing that um And so this episode is kind of an extension of that, but taking it a bit further because I want to talk about specifically the pandemic as an external circumstance. And the problem that I see some people um, experiencing with pandemic permission. So I'd love you to just check in with yourself and see if you think that you've been giving yourself maybe a smidgen, a tad, a sousson, if you will, too much of pandemic permission. Now, I don't want to sound uncompassionate, discompassionate, you know, without compassion. because I am super compassionate and I know that the pandemic has caused lots of genuine problems for people, lots of genuinely difficult circumstances for people. And, you know, if you have the type of business that literally there was no way that you could think of to continue it during um, lockdown and more more restrictive times, um, then of course, like I sympathize and I'm massively compassionate for the situation that you're in. However, I do think that it is very easy for us to fall into a trap of giving the pandemic way too much power and giving ourselves too much pandemic permission in the midst of it. So let's talk about what that means so that you can check in with yourself. So when I say pandemic permission, ask yourself, be super honest with yourself because, hey, there's no one else there but you and you (laughs) answering this question for yourself. Be super honest and have a think about have you been giving yourself too much permission because of the pandemic to not be doing things that you would love to be doing, say, in your business? Have you been falling into the trap of the, and I'm using air quotes here, when this is over dot 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 thinking because that's the thinking that can keep us stuck because as I was talking about in the last episode obviously we are in the midst of a pandemic now but there is always going to be something there will always be an element of uncertainty there will always be circumstances beyond our control and yes these are unusual unprecedented and large circumstances but it's easy to feel like well because of that I'm just gonna wait this out I'm just gonna wait until this is over and then maybe I'll kind of kickstart my business again 
Or maybe then I'll believe that I can take my business to the next level. Or maybe then I will feel like my dreams are somehow valid again, or I'm somehow now able to achieve them and things are possible for me again. The trouble with that is it's so disempowering. So this is why I really want to bring this topic to you, because if you're falling into the trap of pandemic permission, so letting yourself off the hook just a little bit too much, pushing things too far into the future, using the pandemic as a reason not to do things which actually you could be doing right now and which would be bringing your dream life, those goals that you have that you want to achieve to you sooner. So a trap, that's kind of a sub-trap of this, like an extra trap within the trap, if you will, is that if we're not careful and super self-aware, one thing that we can do is we can use the pandemic as a reason not to get out of our comfort zones. So as a reason not to admit that we're not going after our dreams or our goals or our desires because we don't feel worthy of them. Ouch, right? So we can use it kind of to hide behind. It's kind of similar in this respect, um, in this particular nuance of giving yourself too much pandemic permission, as something that I've seen before with respect to selling um, high ticket offers. So it's really um, common for my one-to-one clients who I work with, if they're selling high ticket, by high ticket, I mean something over around the 2000 pound or dollar mark. If they're selling something high ticket, in terms of an offering, um, to hear money objections, of course, because, you know, if you're spending a significant amount of money, then um, that's just an easy sort of knee-jerk reaction that people have. But more often than not, and this is one of the things that I coach my um, clients around, more often than not, that money objection, the I can't afford it objection, is actually just a um, a label that's easy to slap on something else that's going on underneath the surface. Because actually, if you were being totally honest, you could find the money if you believed that whatever that thing is that we're talking about selling in this instance, and I've gone off on a tangent, but stick with me, it's relevant. (laughs) Um, You could find the money for that thing if you truly believed in its ability to help you um, and move you forward or do whatever it is that, that it has the potential to do for you, right? If you truly believed in that and felt worthy of it, then you would just find the money. You would ask your grandma for a loan or whack it on a credit card or I don't know, you know, you would be resourceful because entrepreneurs are resourceful, right? And so when that money objection pops up, more often than not, even though it can feel like the truest of truths for that person voicing that objection, more often than not, it is a mask or a label covering a fear that is deeper than that, a fear that either the person doesn't trust themselves to figure it out and make the leap and go ahead with it, or the person doesn't feel worthy of investing in themselves. And so in my work, that's what I've found to be true nine times out of 10 when somebody voices. And when I say in my work, I don't just mean when I've been speaking to people about investing, but I mean also my many clients speaking to their people about investing. Um, Nine times out of 10, there's actually something greater going on beneath the surface, and it's really not about the money. And so what does that have to do with pandemic permission? Well, in the same way that we can use money as an excuse to not do something because we don't feel like we're trusting ourselves to show up for it or we don't feel worthy of receiving that thing, 
We can use the pandemic in the same way. We can give ourselves pandemic permission. And hey, it can seem from the outside like super reasonable, right? If you're talking to people and saying, you know, well, hey, I was going to be doing this next in my business, but I've just decided when this is over, then I'm going to go at it. People will be nodding their heads vigorously and going, yeah, yeah, sensible and makes sense because they're in the pandemic mindset too, right? (laughs) They're giving themselves the same pandemic permission. Um, And so it's easy for it to seem reasonable and sensible from the outside. Whereas it could be really the case, if you're honest with yourself, that maybe, and I'm just suggesting this here, right, as something to think about, maybe you're using a little bit of pandemic permission because you're not trusting yourself to go ahead with whatever plans that you had for yourself, for your business, whatever dreams that you've put on pause, is it that you didn't trust yourself to make that next move, to do that thing that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone that you know is the next step? Maybe it's because you're not feeling 100% worthy of either having or doing the thing that's the next step or actually worthy of the dream, the success, the achievement and the goals. And so those are two of the really common themes that I see holding people back from their full potential and like living their best and most limitless lives is one of trust and one of worthiness. And that's why I build that into everything that I create. So those of you who have done limitless money, you know that there's a big part of that is really building up your self-worth talking and and affirming I am worthy really often in there because it's so important because that is our point of manifestation is our worthiness we get what we believe we deserve right so I would just love to suggest to you that you have a think today about whether or not you've been using the pandemic to give yourself permission to put on hold things but perhaps there's something greater going on beneath the surface that you actually need to work on that would do yourself such a favor if you did. If you work on your self-trust with yourself, my love, oh my goodness, the world will fall at your feet. Everything that you want will come to you with such ease. If you work on your worthiness, you become magnetic AF. (laughs) And trust and worthiness are two massive parts of that elevated energy. So if you refer to that booklet that you should have that went with the Scale of Energy Masterclass. If you don't have it, I'm going to put it in the show notes for today's show over on um, the website. So go and get it. It's really, really useful to have to refer to because you can always check in with where you're at energetically on the scale and you know um, what you can do to shift and change and move upwards. But that elevated energy at the top, which is where we create with such ease in our lives, we manifest with such ease. Our experience of life is just magical and joyful and content and all of the positive things. Um, we get there by working on our worthiness and our trust as like two of the key things. It's not all of it, but those are two really big key points to get you there. Those are the gateways to the things that you want, right? And so I'd really love you to have a think of if you're using pandemic permission as a mask for something a little bit deeper going on there. And if you're letting yourself off the hook a little bit using the excuse just putting that out there (laughs) of the pandemic as a reason not to be doing it and like I said you'll get a ton of validation and and permission for that pandemic permission giving outside of yourself if you're surrounding yourself with people who are also in the pandemic mindset so that's what I want to you to think about let's talk though about what you can do about it um so Well, before we do that, let's just talk very briefly about the pandemic mindset. So I don't know if you kind of have really given this a ton of thought, but 
you can see this is so pervasive, like just in society at large at the moment. So fear, uncertainty, panic, worry. Okay, it might not be at the peak that it was, but there's still so much like talk around, oh no, what about this and speculation? And it's always negative, right? It's very rarely positive speculation. Um, And there's just this kind of pervasive either sense of fear or doubt or worry, or this feeling that it's better just to hunker down and hide and weather out the storm. And that's what I call that air quotes, when this is over thinking. And the problem with the pandemic mindset is that it causes us to delay our lives, to put things off. It causes us to live in a state of fear and anxiety and uncertainty. Um, And it's really limiting, isn't it? Because we're just putting off things that actually potentially we could be doing right now. You can still be living your life right now. You can still be loving your life right now. You can still be improving your life, up-leveling yourself, doing anything that you want to really do, anything that your soul is actually calling you to do, you can be doing it right now. Now, it might need to look different. You might need to think outside of the box, potentially, depending on the thing. But actually, for a lot of things, it isn't all that different right now. We can just be moving forward towards our dreams and goals. And so the problem with pandemic thinking is that it causes us to stay stuck and stay small and it's super limiting and most importantly, it's really disempowering. It's so disempowering because what you're doing when you are using this pandemic permission to wait until things clear up and go away is you are giving away your power. You have given your power to the pandemic. You have given your power to something outside of yourself and you're feeling disempowered as a result because you probably did it unwittingly, right? We tend to do that. Um, And hey, this isn't me pointing any finger. Don't make yourself wrong if you are resonating with this and feeling like, oh, damn, she's right. I've been doing this. I say this because I love you and I have totally given my my power away. I spent years, swathes of my life giving my power away to circumstances outside of me and feeling like a victim to my circumstances, if I'm entirely honest, and playing small and keeping myself stuck as a result. When I learned to take back my power, that's when everything really changed for me. And that's what the power of mindset is and the power of belief and the power of using your energy really is knowing that all of those things are within your power and you get to control your energy. You get to decide what you believe. You get to choose new beliefs. You get to cultivate the energy that you desire and it's so empowering and so that's why I'm saying this is not for you to beat yourself up if you've been giving yourself too much pandemic permission there is nothing to be achieved by that it is just an energy drain never beat yourself up about anything ever the end (laughs) Um, you have my permission to not do that ever again Um, so don't beat yourself up But just notice it, just observe and just ask yourself and get real with yourself. What have I been giving myself too much pandemic permission around? Have I been succumbing to pandemic mindset? And have I been giving away my power to the pandemic? And if you have, then great, it's an opportunity to take your power back. And at the end, I've got a really great dash of woo to help you do that. So you can look forward to that. (laughs) Um, So how do you take back the pandemic power? Because 
you know, you have an option of succumbing to the fear and panic and worry, or you have an option of hunkering down, pausing, playing small, staying stuck, weathering storm, waiting till it's over. Or there is a third option. Yay! <laughs> Rather third options. The third option is to take back the pandemic power. Take back your power, my love. Take it back, have it, have it inside of yourself, and then go forth feeling empowered to create, be, do, and have anything that you desire. It's still available to you right now. That hasn't changed, right? So first of all, acknowledge that you are the uncertainty cure. Go and listen to the last episode. It's going to help you a ton with that. Secondly, empower yourself. So stop giving it away to things outside of yourself. And that's just a practice of noticing. Notice where you have given power to something outside of yourself. If you're telling yourself when this is over, or if only this wasn't this way then, or I feel so limited by... If you're telling yourself any of those things, just notice them and flip them around and think, how can I take back my power in this situation? How can I look at this differently? What can I do? Because the challenge of giving your power away is that, or the problem that it creates, is that it puts you, plants you firmly in the vibration of a problem. So this is something that Abraham Hicks talk about, the vibration of the problem versus the vibration of the solution. When you are in the vibration of the problem, all you see is the problem, you just acknowledge the problem, you are in the problem, you are accepting the problem, and from there, you cannot see, find, create, or receive the solution because you are not at the right energetic frequency. Whereas when you can can switch your frequency and level up and believe there is a solution to this. There is a way that I can do this. Suddenly your energy changes and you magnetize to yourself intuitive nudges, inspiration, ideas, and solutions to the thing that you thought was a problem. But you can't get there while you are totally buying into the problem and only seeing the problem and you've given the problem your power. You take it back by shifting into the vibration of the solution. So you can empower yourself by starting to believe, choosing to believe there is a solution here. Whatever it is that you feel that the pandemic is limiting you in, then instead of just accepting that as a limit and using that as permission not to do something potentially... Instead, switch your energy up a gear and start looking for the solution. Tell yourself that there is a solution, even if you can't see it straight away and one will be presented to you. Just stay open to receive that solution and start skipping around feeling like tra-la-la, there's a solution. Doesn't matter that I don't know what it is yet because it's coming to me. <laughs> That's the kind of energy and vibe that we want to go for. You don't have to actually skip. I mean, you know, I kind of like to skip around for my daughter sometimes. <laughs> I'll leave that as optional. Um, and so this matters so much. And this matters because, okay, we're talking about giving the pandemic power here and how to take it back, but we can do this in all sorts of other ways. So like I said, the reason why I know this and it's so familiar to me is because I totally gave like employment the power when I used to be employed and I used to feel at the mercy of my employment and um, I used to feel limited by motherhood and limited by my employment in terms of how I could be as a mother. So limited in both respects. I felt like I couldn't be the kind of mother that I wanted to be because I was employed and I couldn't 
pursue something fulfilling because I was a mother. I mean, talk about mega limits, right? <laughs> it's quite tragic when I look back. But hey, I got out of it. I took back my power. I empowered myself. And so it's really important for us um, as mothers to notice when we are giving our power away because we can accidentally give our power away to motherhood and feel like motherhood limits us and it doesn't. And we have such an opportunity as mothers to really use motherhood as a huge source of empowerment, a huge source of motivation and up-leveling energy when we know how to do that. And so you can practice this with the pandemic, but then you can go ahead and apply the same taking back the power to anything in your life. And it literally just starts with, if you're sitting there like, okay, but how do I actually take it back? It starts with, first of all, acknowledging that it's yours to take. So you can take back the power in any situation. The power is already within you. It's just taking it back consciously. So that's the first thing. Secondly, it's just noticing where you have given it away. If you feel at the mercy of anything, the victim of a situation or a circumstance. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, um, being a victim to something really um, heinous or disgusting or awful. Like that's a, a different kind of topic. That's not what we're talking about here. But when we're talking about, you know, our businesses and our lives and how we're shaping them. And if you're feeling that you aren't able to do something that you want to do, to have something that you want to have, then you're giving away your power in that realm. So whatever that is, it could be fitness and health, could be relationships, could be your business, could be money, anything. You can be giving away your power. So just start noticing and start practicing taking it back. And you take it back by saying, I am empowered in this area. I am empowered to do this. If I was going to do this, how, what would that look like? If I was empowered in this area to be, do, or have anything I desire, what might I do next? Start asking yourselves those kind of questions. And that is literally it. It doesn't have to be anything bigger or snazzier than that. You don't have to put on a cape. I mean, if you want to, <laughs> go ahead. If that makes you feel like you've taken back your power. But it's literally noticing and acknowledging. So acknowledge that the power is always yours to take and noticing where you've been giving it away and just taking it back and asking yourself questions that align with you already being in that position of power. So it's not something that you have to work your way towards empowerment. It's yours in an instant if you decide it is. And so you can just literally ask yourself the question, if I felt empowered to dot, 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 insert the thing that you've been telling yourself isn't available to you, what would I do next? Or what would be the way that I would be viewing this? Or what might be my way that I would reframe this? Or what might be an idea that I have around this? Just open yourself up to that creativity and what you're doing in that instant is you're shifting your energy up a gear so that you are in the vibration of the solution and the empowerment, not the problem. So the other thing that you can do, so one is, you know, just to recap here quickly before we, I share the third one with you, taking back the pandemic power. One is acknowledging that you're the uncertainty cure. Go and listen to that episode. The second one is empowering yourself by stopping giving it away to things outside of yourself and noticing when you're doing that and taking it back. And the third is conscious consumption of energy. This is a big one. I'd love you to have a think about what you're filling your brain, your mind, your body, your soul with and the quality of the energy within it. So if you're consuming a ton of, say, media and news-based sources, then you're probably sitting there feeling afraid and fearful and scared and worried, right? Because they play on our fears. They are designed to do that because when we're afraid, we come back for more of that same content. So it keeps us consuming. Um, 
That's one aspect of energy consumption. Also, who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are really high vibe, who are really feeding you that high vibe energy? Or are you surrounding yourself with other people who are also in that pandemic mindset and in either the fear, doubt, or worry mindset or the when this is over then hunkering down kind of mindset? Have a think about how you are consuming energy. So we consume energy by the inputs. Those are like mental. That could be, you know, what are you consuming on your phone, for example? What are you watching on TV, for example? But also in our interactions with other people. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What kind of energy are you feeding yourself? Because we feed ourselves energy all day, every day. And you get to change that. You get to be more discerning about the type of content you consume, about the type of energy you consume from others. It doesn't mean that we have to suddenly start going and just gung-ho cutting people out of our lives or anything like that. I'm not suggesting anything so drastic, but just bringing in some intentionality to what you're consuming and who you're surrounding yourself with is massive. It makes a massive difference to your energy. I'm going to tell you a little story about that quickly, actually, because I actually understood this the uh, kind of importance of the energy of the people we surround ourselves with. Uh, before, way before I even started my business, back in my corporate days, I was in this group of female friends in the office and we'd all met through work and we all got on really well. But there was one person in the group who I wouldn't have necessarily picked as being like close to me. She was extremely negative. Everything was very like the kind of anger just seemed to kind of vibrate from her very core. Do you know some people who are just for whatever reason very negative, very angry and very easily provoked, had very strong opinions, loved to argue, you know, it was just that kind of prickly sort of person. Um And so she was part of the group. And because we were all quite close, we spent like our days together in the office and then we would do things together on weekends and evenings as well. We'd get together for like pizza and wine and we'd go away for weekends and stuff. But I found it increasingly draining because of her presence and she was super negative. And then the thing that I really disliked was the rest of the group felt her presence in the same way. And so if she wasn't there, they would bitch about her. And I hated that because I hated being party to it and I hated feeling really two-faced for, you know, including her in things and acting like she's a friend and really not feeling like I enjoyed her company. I didn't like that kind of two-faced disingenuous um, thing. And so I made a conscious decision and it was really hard to do. I made a decision to step away from her friendship and I knew it was going to cause a bit of a kerfuffle in the group because I knew that other people weren't necessarily going to be willing to do that. But I was that mindful of my energy. Now, I wouldn't have necessarily put it in those terms at the time, but I just felt like she was bringing me down because I was spending so much time with her during the work day and then also in the evenings and weekends it was just too much exposure to this person's vibe right and again I wouldn't have used those terms at the time and so anyway I will cut a long story short of all the drama and everything but I cut her I cut her out like not in a kind of really horrible way but you know moved away from that friendship and because it wasn't a true friendship and so I was basically more honest with myself and with her and it was really interesting because suddenly I started doing better at work and my boss at the time um, wasn't party to all this information and I was in a one-to-one with him and he said to me I don't know what you've done recently but you have changed like entirely how you're showing up at work has completely changed like how you're being within the team has changed like I'm really impressed whatever you're doing keep it up (laughs) 
And I knew it was because I wasn't exposing myself to that vibe that was really draining to me all the time. So I just wanted to share that just because, okay, like I've said, I'm not suggesting you go around and start cutting people out, but start surrounding yourself with people who are high vibe more often. And when you do that, when you are more intentional about the energy you consume, whether it's through content, whether it is through other people's energy, what happens is, is that you raise your energy up to a certain level where you can weather sort of energetic storms better so that you know, during, for example, during the pandemic, I've felt really great because I've been cultivating my energy and surrounding myself with high vibe people for a long time now. So it's like a bank. It's like credit that I've accumulated that I get to draw down on and rely upon during these times. Um, And it means that when I am around people who are negative or low vibe or draining energetically, it has way less of an impact on me because the majority of my time I'm being super intentional about um, how I'm consuming energy. And so I'd just love you to think about that because what I'm trying to say really is that it's not that you have to go and make any big sweeping changes, but if you get just more and more intentional and cultivate more and more intentionally that higher vibe of energy, one of empowerment, which is what we're talking about today, then it means that when you are faced with somebody who is, for example, in the pandemic mindset, you just send them a wave of love and compassion, but their draining energy or their negative energy doesn't make its way through your kind of like high vibe energy force field is how I see it. <laughs> I mean, I, you might have heard me talk about it on a live stream before with respect to money. I feel like I have a kind of non-stick like T-file coating. When somebody comes at me with a negative money vibe, it just beads off of me. <laughs> it doesn't make it through an impenetrable layer. Um, So I would love you to have a think about that with regards to taking back the pandemic power. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you getting yourself into conversations a lot of the time with people who are speculating in negative ways or, you know, getting together and worrying together or being afraid together? And it doesn't mean that you don't have to see those people. Just don't engage in it in the same way or just separate from it. Just sit there and smile. (laughs) And maybe not in a patronizing way. Don't like anger them. Um, you know, send them a wave of love and compassion and also work consciously on cultivating your energy from within because it's within your control. And that is one really big way that you can empower yourself is to start looking at what am I consuming? How is that making me feel? And just noticing, you know, you don't have to do anything at first. Just notice like, oh, I just read that article. How did it make me feel? Or I just watched that thing. How did it make me feel? Or I was just in that WhatsApp group conversation. How did it make me feel? And just start noticing what you're doing and to start rather than cutting out start adding more of the high vibe things to your energy whether that's content or people and so really if you want to take back the pandemic power if you want to empower yourself a really great way of doing that is by surrounding yourself with people who are already empowered themselves there's nothing more empowering than being in a group of empowered people (laughs) because it just becomes the norm right you look around yourself and you see people taking action living their best lives enjoying themselves laughing dancing, singing, whatever the thing is, being playful, feeling content, um, living in abundance. And you think, oh, okay, this is our new norm. And it's really interesting then, because then when you find yourself interacting with somebody who's more in the kind of like pandemic mindset, then you're like, oh, why are they doing that? Because, you know, we're over here having this great time. (laughs) So actively cultivate groups and place yourself in, get into the rooms of, at the tables of people who choose their own outcomes, people 
who create their own experiences, people who are empowered. And that is a really great hack and shortcut to feeling more empowered yourself. And it stops you from ever falling into the traps of giving your power away because you're constantly surrounded by and reminded of um, your empowerment and seeing the other examples of empowerment around you. So that is the problem with pandemic permission and the ways that you can take back the power from the pandemic. Um, I'm going to share with you a dash of woo. If you're new around here, hello, welcome. If you're not, hello, welcome back. I love all of you. (laughs) Um, If you are new around here though and you're like, what earth is a dash of woo? A dash of woo is a short practical mindset or manifestation tip designed to take what we've been talking about today and implement it into your life and business with that extra oomph, that zhuzh, that pizzazz, that sparkle. (laughs) So we've been talking about your personal power and empowerment and really today's dash of woo is one of personal power activation. So as you're going about your day and week and you notice where you've maybe been giving yourself too much pandemic permission, maybe you've been giving the pandemic your power and you want to take it back, I would love you to do a really short visualization or meditation if you will, visual meditation. Find yourself some peace and quiet. You know, this always is the start of our dashes of woo. Dashes of woo, our dash of woos. You know what I mean. Um, Of any dash of woo, find yourself 10 minutes on your own, peace and quiet. As a mum, we need these times, right? And I would love you to think of the pandemic as a thing. It could be an object, it could be an animal, it could be like a beast. Think of it, just see what form it takes on. Just let it take on some kind of tangible form and see it there. And it's not like super threatening or anything. It's just kind of unpleasant, but like, you know, it's not scary. And it's holding in its hand a ball of golden energy. That's your power. And you gave it to it to hold. You said, here, hold this. <laughs> hold this while I stay here and feel stuck and small. I'm not, I'm not laughing at that, but you know, we handed it over. This is what we do. This is what I have done in the past. And you notice that it is holding your golden ball of power energy. And I want you to just reach out your hand and you don't have to grab it back. You don't have to wrestle it back from the pandemic thing, whatever that thing is, whatever form it took on from you. You just need to open out your hands and that ball of golden energy is going to float instantly almost back into your hands you are going to feel the energy from that golden ball which represents your personal power flowing up through your arms into your heart and then lighting up every single one of your seven chakras if you know what they are but literally going up and down your spine lighting you up like some kind of beautiful christmas tree with golden energy that is permeating every part of you. It is coming out of the top of your head. It is flowing out of the soles of your feet, out through your fingertips. You are filled entirely with that sense of power. And from that position of personal power, you get to decide. You get to decide what you think. You get to decide what you believe. You get to decide how you feel. You get to cultivate your own energy. You get to choose your outcomes. You get to create your experience when you are filled with your personal power. So I want you to do that. I want you to spend some time just doing that visualization, just taking that power back in a really easy and fast way. And the reason that 
we're visualizing it that way is because that's how it is. This isn't something you need to work towards. This isn't something that you can eventually do. This is something that's available for you right now, my love. You can take back any power that you've given away, whether it's to the pandemic or something else. You can take it back now because it was, it was never really left you. You just feel like it left you because you felt like you gave it to something else to hold. But as soon as you open up your hands to it, as soon as you open up your heart to it, as soon as you open yourself up to the idea that it is yours to take back, poof, it comes straight back to you and you can feel yourself filling up with that golden light energy. Yay. Use the dash of woo, my love. Love it. Tell me about it. And if you are ready to fully elevate your energy and start just living life and creating business results with so much more ease and flow, using your feminine energy, which is so important to us as mothers, because by the way, (laughs) when we try to operate in business and create business results using the kind of old paradigm, which is the masculine dry, I see it kind of like hustle, hard work and sacrifice way. And we're trying to integrate that with motherhood. That's one of the reasons why balance can feel tricky to you or feel hard one is because you're trying to switch gears all the time. Because when we are in motherhood mode, we are of course, using more of our feminine energy. But then if we're feeling like we have to operate in the old paradigm for our businesses, which is trading time for money and working hard, ew, (laughs) hustling and sacrificing, it's a real gear change, isn't it? It's a real kind of clunky, difficult shift. And that's what can make the balance between motherhood and business hard sometimes, is not um, operating on the same energy plane between those two aspects, those two really important aspects of your life. So one of the things that we're going to be talking about inside of, and I'm going to be teaching you and training you on inside of the Elevate Mastermind is really leaning into your feminine power, because that is where the key to creating business results, massive business results with ease and balance comes from. It comes from being able to do it all in the same feminine energy plane. We're just throwing out the business rule book. We are throwing out the shoulds. We are getting rid of the old masculine paradigm and we are operating in our own new feminine paradigm of ease and flow and abundance and contentedness. I mean, what's not to like? So if you want to be part of that, um, then sign up to the waitlist and you will find out sooner when I have the details of the Elevate Mastermind. Go to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. And I know lots of you have been sending me emails telling me this is the thing you've been waiting for. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because I'm fully booked until next year. I don't even have my wait list for one-to-one open right now. And my prices are 10K if you're gonna work with me one-to-one. So I guess it makes sense that a ton of you have been waiting for me to do a mastermind. But also I know a ton of you have been waiting for me to do a mastermind because you really get it. You really get how important it is to be in a collective of women all going after dreams and goals on their terms and all raising each other up. And you know how that can really amplify the results you're getting and multiply your own energy. So I get it. I get why so many of you have been just waiting for me to do this, but I've just been so tickled by the fact that you've been so vocal in telling me that this is what you've been waiting for. So yay. So if you are one of those women who has been waiting for this, and some of you feel like you've even manifested this, more than one of you have said that to me. I love that. Happy to be your vessel through which you manifest. Um, then head over to corriejavitt.com forward slash elevate and hop onto the waitlist, my love. And if you enjoyed today's show and you want to find out more, you can head over to the show notes, which you can find on my website at corriejavitt.com forward slash podcast forward slash pandemic 
permission. And do not forget, my love, you are limitless. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.